My name is Philip Jepson. I'm a serial entrepreneur and investor, and I'm the founder of UK Business Capital Partners. We buy, partner with, and invest in businesses to help them reach their potential. I'm going to be talking to two of my business partners, Jan Mark and Jennifer Pican. They're specialists in real estate investment, but are now very interested in working with me to help buy businesses. We're going to talk about why real estate investors would buy businesses. We're going to talk about our partnership to buy businesses in Germany. We've got an interesting new funding angle to talk about, buying businesses using a cooperative. Then we're going to talk about Northern Cyprus and why Jennifer and Jan Mark have moved there. And finally, we're going to look at our plans for 2021. So without further ado, here's Jan Mark and Jennifer. So the well, first, first, first <laughs> question for many is, what's this thing about that particular shade of green? You seem to be obsessed with that particular shade of green. That's the, um, that's the that's color of Legacy Builders Global. It's the uh, as it gets to Legacy Builders colors. Ah, uh, yeah, you did well there because it was at least 30 seconds before you mentioned Legacy Builders, so well done. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. We'll come on and tell everyone about uh, what we're doing together, but before we get to that, let's, let's talk about you. Let's talk about you. So, how did you two meet? Um, how did we meet? We meet uh, when we were 20 years old. Um, so that was 17 years ago. Uh, so, and we have been together since ever, uh, ever since. <laughs> since that, ever. That, that, feels that forever. Feels forever, <laughs> yes. But um, no, it's, um, um, we met on a birthday party uh, close to my hometown, um, private birthday party. And um, it started that um, at that time, whenever one of my friends would have a birthday, I would run the bar. I'm in charge. So um, Jennifer uh, used to work at the discotheque, running the bar in the discotheque with, of course, her in charge. So um, we <laughs> met behind the bar. Um, and at that time, uh, I used to um, like, put the bottles in, a, in an order, which I was used to, and then grab a bottle and just swing it, open it and pour it. And so I did. Um, unfortunately, somebody that was also <laughs> behind the bar uh, was used to run a bar where all the bottles were open. So mm -hmm. I, I, I poured uh, Jack Daniels all over my new shoes um, and then we got in an argument and that is how we met. Okay. And basically you've been arguing ever since as I understand. <laughs> it's, well, it's 17 years of war and peace. I, I was trained by efficiency really early on. What should we say? That's how we met. Okay. And how long have you been in business together? We started business together, so three and a half years. No, uh, as I like with the companies, three with and the half companies, years, so. yeah, three and yeah. A half years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, how did that idea come about? Well, 
it was um, at this time um, we lived together in France and he was in the corporate world. And I was super, super unhappy uh, there because I could not follow up with my career. And um, in France, it's really tough if you don't speak like fluent French. And even in this field, it was tough to get in. So I decided uh, to, um, to be self-employed. And um, at one point, I said, well, I have to go back to Germany because I cannot, I cannot uh, start a business here. I cannot, uh, you know, cannot get started right away. So we made this decision going back. And um, in this year, uh, 2016, there was Robert Kiyosaki coming to Munich. And Jan Mark said, well, you know what? He already changed our life, um, what means to investing and all the things like that. So maybe we should um, go there and meet him. And we did. And at this time, we met uh, JT Fox and we decided to go with him. And this is how it all starts. So it starts wow. basically with the coaching because we really wanted to um, turn our well uh, self-employed business into a company because we planned as well to start a family. Yeah. Okay, fine. So for the last three and a half years, you've been developing the whole legacy builders concept. That's true. Um, and up to now really focused around real estate, real estate investment. This Mainly, is, yes. This is still the core, yeah, but we are adding on more and more investment uh, yeah. opportunities um, to diversify the portfolios easier. Okay, yeah, which is brilliant because that brings me to what I really want to talk about. Uh -huh. or what I really want, really want you to talk about. You're um, welcome. There we go. <laughs> now we are here. Well, well briefed. So it's uh, other asset classes, and of course, we know. The most interesting of those asset classes is businesses. Obviously, it's different to real estate. What got you interested in that? Because we, we first met really in New York in January last yeah. year. Yeah. Yes, yes. We, we saw um, you in LA, but we didn't meet in LA. Um, through Legacy Builders, you've come across people or you're actively looking for people who want to invest in property in different ways. Um, is it the same people that you see as likely investors in businesses or, or is it different sorts of people? I, it's a good question, but I think it's a part of it. Okay, so if like uh, if like you you have the people that 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 are investing in in real estate, and you have the people that are investing in businesses, and I think there is an overlap. Um, it's not necessarily all the property investors would invest in a business. Um, certainly, our investors they mainly in invest in things that um, that they well. They, they trust us with the selection of the investments. Let's put it like this. So if, if we tell them, okay, we, we think in your portfolio, you should definitely have a part of your money in um, like in buy and hold real estate, for example, um, which is like more the conservative approach. And then you should move some of the money and lend it to somebody that does fix and flip or take some of the money and invest it in a business and uh, either get shares or get a profit share. Um, a lot of them would actually do it um, because they, they trust our judgment and they trust that 
if something goes wrong, we somehow find a way how to fix it. I would like to, to add something to this as well, because like um, because we educate them on the way, so they mm, understand yeah. more and more uh, how investment works and what's good for them. So they are fully responsible for their decisions and they know what they want. But the more you can see it like in their eyes, if they are they're starting with small things and if they uh, if they run good and if they are satisfied, they say, oh, now business actually I was everybody is addicted something to real estate and to business because and they were uh, like we were in the beginning they thought it's not possible for them because they have not like 100,000 1 million 2 million on their bank account but if you provide them a solution they are more than happy to invest in businesses because they know how the economy right now is and that their retirement plan is not working right now like from the government well, that, but also um, what, what popped into my mind on that is like people know that there is a, there is, um, there's good money to be made in business because you see like people that own businesses, they are usually like, they rank constantly in the top 5%, top 10% at least of people, of earners in the country. And that does not include that the amount of money that they get when they sell the business. Um, so um, people see that obviously it's a good choice, but not everybody wants to be an entrepreneur, found a business and run a business. So they are looking for an alternative because they, they say, okay, I, I like my job. I like that. I like when I leave, I have the weekend. Uh, when, when, when it's done, it's done. I have my evenings. Um, I don't have to worry about like all of this, like, cash flow and everything and um so they that, that's what why they are really open towards that idea mm. okay and i mean in the uk right now the market in small and medium-sized businesses buying and selling is very active it's very lively lots of transactions going on you know driven by a whole range of factors um and we've got a pretty well developed funding market to support those transactions. Together, we're looking in Germany right now for, for deals. So how do you see Germany comparing to say the UK? Slower is the first word what pumped into my, popped into my mind. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it, it, it's slower, but Germany um, per se, or let, let, let's, it's per se, it's maybe not true, but um, the generation of business owners that right now um, might put up their business for sale because they are thinking about retirement. Um, so they are, they were not brought up at all with um, this entrepreneurial um, thinking. Um, I mean, they, they were mo mostly post-war post um, kids um, and they knew and they went through a lot of hardship and stuff like that. And the, um, the thing is that um, they are very conservative at their, at their core values. And for, for Germans, that means that, I, okay, I'm okay to sell my business. Um, that's first for them a huge decision because they are very much attached to their businesses. They feel a lot of responsibility. Um, but 
if they sell it, they basically, they want to be out 100% yeah. at the day of the sale. They might uh, agree, and this is common practice, they, they, they agree to that they will be like as a consultant uh, they, or like for a certain period, six months, 12 months, 18 months, that is negotiable. They will be available. You can have them. They will give you the insights and everything. Um, but on a, on, when it comes to funding perspective, one of the, the, the great differences um, that we came across so far is definitely the willingness to do like seller financing which is totally normal in the UK, right? But in Germany, it's something that people don't want to agree to. It's very seldom somebody agrees to that. And if so, then probably only because there is no other choice in, in selling the company. Um, because in Germany, it's usually the classic, the classic model where you as a buyer, you put up equity, you get a bank, to finance the acquisition, um, you finance it and you buy it and um, yeah. the seller gets all his money. Maybe you are withholding a little bit in order to make yeah. sure that uh, everything is true um, that he said is gonna true and you release yeah. that maybe after half a year or a year or something like that. Yeah, yeah and that's potentially the problem the practical problem with paying a seller all their money on day one is is that which is if you're not holding anything then if there are problems then you've got the challenge of getting money back from them whereas obviously if you're it's a bit like holding a deposit you know if i if i rent you an apartment i'll probably take a deposit off you just in case you have wild parties and smash the place up <laughs> Probably quite likely in your case, <laughs> given what you've told me about your history. Um, so it's the equivalent in businesses, then it's finding a way to hold something back. I mean, I suppose the, the, what I'm trying to do with sellers at the moment is find, find different ways to express seller financing so that it doesn't quite sound like I mean, in the UK, that we have this term called deferred payments. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same thing. Is in essence, but it makes people think that um, that it's money. It's just money that you owe them. You haven't paid them yet. That you're going to be paying them over a period of time. Whereas seller finance is a bit better because that is almost like I'm going to pay you a million euros for your business, but I want you to lend me back. 400,000 of those and then the, as a commercial loan yeah and then I'll pay you back to you with interest over the next however long so instead of you've had your money but you've chosen to lend some back because for you that's then a way of making some money on your money yeah mm. and and what else are you going to be doing with it because often you know when people sell a business they get a, a chunk of money but they're not going to spend it all straight away. Um, although I, I, I did have a conversation with a seller the other day. I was in a meeting with the seller, the seller's accountant, my funding advisor, and the like, the intermediary, and me. And um, this deal involved a two-year. We, we were going to pay him 
essentially half the money on day one and the rest of it over two years. And in you know, two years is pretty quick, actually. Pretty quick. But he, he just said, he's obviously half German. He just said, no, I want, <laughs> I want my money. I want money. And, and I said, great. So what are you going to do with it? Expecting him to say, oh, actually, I'm not sure. Um, I don't really have any plans. And he just went, I'm going to spend it. (laughs) 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 I was actually speechless because it's like, what, no. What do you say to someone who who says that? He's going to take a million pounds and spend it. It's like, great. What are you going to live on next month? You know, (laughs) no pension. He's got no, he's got nothing. So actually having, having an income over a period of time should suit him really well, but it's just this mental thing. He obviously wanted it in 10 pound notes so he could throw it on his bed and just lie in it. I don't know. (laughs) One Um, time feeling. (laughs) but, But that, yeah, I mean, I think that will be, that obviously will be a challenge in Germany in, in how we, how we approach that mindset. Um, yeah. I mean, there is one simple answer, which is you pay them less for the business. Yes, that's true. Yes, but uh, there in Germany right now, I, I mean, yes, you can propose that, um, <laughs> and then we'll find out how, how that goes. But um, the 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 other thing is the market is pretty active as well, so that right, okay, which is interesting. Yes, it's uh, it's really interesting, and um, I I think it's it's we we need to uh, and this is what we're doing right now is we need to fine tune a little bit the uh, the businesses to, that we're getting into the funnel, um, because um, of course the businesses you get um, into the funnel that are healthy that are good um, that are let's say an an easy acquisition. Right there's this. Yes, you need to do some stuff to expand, but you don't need to turn everything around and fix it first. Um, they are um, there is there is almost zero room for negotiation because uh, like like Jennifer is one for real estate. There are some for for business. They do the appraisal. They say okay, the business is worth X, um, and if there are 10 people basically wanting to acquire that business, then there's very little room to say, okay, uh, you want everything at day one, I give you half. Yeah. 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 Uh, absolutely. Unless everyone else is saying the same thing, but it, you know, they may, they, they may not be, um, which is, I mean, partly for that reason and partly because of the funding situation in Germany, the market not being maybe as well developed as say the UK or the US. And we've been talking about a different solution. So do you want to talk about that a bit? You can tell me the German name for it to begin with, because I can't remember (laughs) what it was. I know it was a long word. Uh, Genossenschaft. That was the Genossenschaft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The German (laughs) way, Um, and cooperative. I think was the was the English. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cooperative. So, 
yeah so how does how does that work how does the genossenschaft approach work well it it works basically um a genossenschaft is a, a company but um it's not really um a company for profit so that's a little bit like it's a loophole let's put it like that um, but um, the the thing is that um, a genossenschaft basically um, is like people are coming together for um, to achieve a certain goal. That's how it's defined. It needs to serve a, a certain goal. It's almost like an SPV, like the special purpose vehicle. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's exactly it, what I was thinking. It's yeah. almost like that. And um, you basically you can give out um, shares out of it it's just it's called differently but um that's yeah. what it effectively is you you give out shares it's like a membership <laughs> well yeah it's like a share membership combination and um people pay in the money um it's usually an uh, not a very liquid market so it's not stock market traded um so you can sell it yes but you cannot like it's not there's yeah. no market for trading them yeah but um, you can make it like, uh, um, for example, um, in Germany, there are the big banks, uh, Volksbank and Sparkasse, which are big regional banks. And um, the Volksbank runs as a Genossenschaft, actually. So as like okay. the, it's, like, uh, it's like, it's not one bank across all of Germany, but it's like multiple Genossenschaften are forming a bigger cooperative. And um, that, that's where, uh, where very early uh, I learned a lesson because you can buy uh, one piece of it for uh, 300 mark at that point of time when I, was, uh, when I was young. And they would pay you already then 9% interest. But yeah. it's dividend what they pay. Yeah. So it was much more lucrative to buy a piece of the bank than to have your money in the bank, um, which, which never changed, surprise. But um, so, but this, when you, you can basically define how much money somebody has to pay for one piece of the company, how many pieces the company has, you can, you can raise the number of pieces and yeah. people can just put in money and um, then the Genossenschaft basically goes and um, buys, uh, um, buys a business. Or multiple business you could call yeah. it like the the retirement uh, genossenschaft for, for the well-being of of rich germans uh, yeah. and everybody gets a piece and uh, then it pays out okay and is it is it possible with a genossenschaft to set set it up first before you know which company you're going to buy so could we set up a genossenschaft if yes. we said we're going to buy an engineering company in in or around frankfurt Yes. let's say then people know what the money is going in for but they just don't we just haven't decided yet exactly which company it's going to be that's possible so we're just yeah, pooling yeah. we're pooling money so that's yeah. almost it's a bit like a, again it's also a bit like a private version of a SPAC where you're assembling money to do an acquisition but at the time they put the money in they don't know exactly what that's going to be yeah, in the in the genossenschaft, you have to uh, you have to define the purpose. This yeah, okay, yeah, the, yeah. this corporation yeah. is is forming yeah. uh, and uh, is serving. 
but you don't have to be very specific on how it's going to do that. Right. Okay. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like when you when you imagine like a, a bank being run as a cooperative means it's like we will provide banking service um, to the people in the region of whatever um, Manchester, Birmingham, Frankfurt, um, and for that people get in money and then we'll do the banking services, but um, they don't know if we're gonna make the money with just accounts, if we're gonna make the money because we, we, right. we give out mortgages, yeah. um, that's up to then the cooperative to, def uh, to yeah. define. Okay, that's quite interesting. And presumably you could, what we could do then is, if we create the Genossenschaft, the pool of cash, we buy the business and then we can reward the investors in the Genossenschaft, the partners, by interest, which is what you talked about, or alternatively, a share of the profits, you know, dividends, yeah. profit share the, from the company. So you could offer them the alternative. One is safer because it's guaranteed. The other is more flexible, but potentially gives a higher return. Well, and, and we have we have seen that with uh, with one cooperative uh, that we have just evaluated and uh, did a small test investment in, um, and they are offering basically they are offering both, so they they offer um, seven point five percent. I think year, at the yeah. moment seven point five percent per year is the interest yeah. they are paying. Yeah. Um, but um, if they uh, I don't remember the exact uh, words, but if they basically if they make more money, you get a bonus. So you right. can do yeah. like like, yeah. like a yeah. both. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you can you can do both. the The only difference, um, and that is a significant difference between um, um, a genossenschaft and um, um, and if you would form a normal like a GmbH or normal company limited company where people would buy a share of that limited company when they put the money in, is a limited company um, is evaluated uh, by the number of assets, right? If, yes. you, if, yeah. if, if people yeah. would put a million euro into a limited um, and get shares for that million euro, you would buy um, a 10 million euro, um, because you leverage the money obviously with financing, so you would buy a 10 million euro business or multiple businesses worth 10 million, then you you grow them, you, um, you nurture them, and then 10 years later, they are maybe worth 20 million or 50 million, then the company holding those businesses is worth 50 million. In the Genossenschaft, that's not the case. The Genossenschaft is worth the money the people put in. So if people put in a million euros, okay, yeah. If if you then buy business do the same thing, you scale them and they are now worth 50 million, the Genossenschaft itself is still worth 1 million, even though it holds assets worth 50 million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's fine because you're making a profit. <laughs> yeah, is you don't have capital appreciation basically on the investor side. If they give you, if somebody gives you 10,000 and then 10 years later, they want to sell that, they get the 10,000 back. The only thing they got on the way is the interest. So right. but, get, but if we buy the company and then the value of the company goes up, 
and then we sell the company for twice as much. Yeah. Well, if you if you then sell the company for uh, for twice as much, um, then you would have like to stay with that example. You have like a seven point five percent base interest, maybe. But in that particular year, you have like a twenty million profit um, that gets then split between all of the investors. So yeah. that could mean like between let's make it easy between one million shares because a share or a, a piece is. A, a euro, you get 20 million um, profit. So you you get 20 yeah. times the profit of whatever you put. Bonus. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that sounds that sounds really interesting. Actually, it sounds like a good way forward to solve the problem. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And it means that you you can potentially pay the owner in full on day one using that method, subject to a you have retention no, some description you have more options and i'm sure yeah. when we uh, when we offer both situations they will say okay i don't need the money now <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah maybe but it's like anything else if you go and buy something with cash rather than credit you can always drive a better bargain so Yes, and and it it also serves as um, because when when you raise money, and I'm I'm sure you know that as well, is it's easy to talk to people and they will give you an agreement. Yes, no problem. You're gonna get a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, a million, whatever the sum is, ten thousand, and um, then you say, okay, yes, you can even draw up an LOI. But when it comes to the day when you say, okay, we got the deal now, I need that money. It's like, well, yeah maybe not right now because it's like what whatever comes up i i have to take the family on a vacation i need to spend the million pound uh what whatever comes up is is very hard to um fix the money so to say to make sure that when you get a good deal that you can basically pay in cash so that yeah. gives you a possibility to pay in cash because you have the cash actually on an account that you control mm. and you can use for that purpose yeah 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 yes no that's good that's good fantastic so that's really cool um let's talk a bit about geography obviously you're not in germany anymore no because it's rain raining and not snowing right now <laughs> Well, it snows in the mountain. Ah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so um, why northern Cyprus? What's the what's the story there? Well, um, we always like or like you already said, like uh, we were always uh, looking for some different places, and we started like living um, with our while our. Well, during we did our internship in the U.S., so we lived in California. Okay. And um, after that, uh, we said, well, okay, Germany, it starts to getting boring really fast if you go back. And then you see the different spirit, you know, <laughs> things. And then he had uh, the offer to go uh, to another country. It was not planned um, so fast and it was not planned to be friends. He came back with uh, three different offers. It was Canada, um, the US and uh, friends. And he was on a, on a trade show and I did my pro and con list at this time. And I said, friends, no way. 
But then he came back and said, well, they made already this decision. And so, well, what's, what's the place? And he said, well, Grenoble. So perfect. Here's my pro and cons list. <laughs> yeah. And it has France, Norway. And I was like, okay. <laughs> And then, but we were married uh, like only one year at this time. And um, I said, well, 650 kilometers might be too, too far. So I decided to, um, to go with him and see what comes and try to settle in. It was really good that, that I made this decision. Otherwise, we would not be now uh, be company owners uh, because that was the start for this. Yeah. But mm. then we came, came back because we had in mind to start as family and want to be close to our family and friends. And then we met JT and our life changed dramatically <laughs> in <that> direction. <laughs> and uh, we saw, well, uh, Germany, it's still like something is, is pulling, like we don't want to live here. And um, a, um, like a, I would say like a friend called us here to, uh, to visit Cyprus and um, she is there, she moved here and it could be a good option privately and uh, in business. I said, well, why not? Like our son had holidays at this time and we said, okay, I pack my family in and coming for a week and uh, use this holiday so we can do, like my mom was there uh, in Mark and uh, Felix and we did a full week of like <laughs> visiting almost every property developer here and properties, what's going on and um, visit this, comp uh, this, this country. And after three days we said, well, that's a great place to live. Mm. It's safe. It's sunny. It's uh, the climate is great. Um, they have amazing schools here, and he's going now on a, a British school, and um, he learned English in three months. So, and we decided, okay, yeah. we go there. We passed the perfect time for the education for Felix, and uh, we said, okay. And even though Corona jumped in, um, we we quit our house in Germany uh, in the first lockdown. We said, okay, we are moving. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll it's see working. If we are moving. <laughs> maybe maybe we'll move to my mom in her place in Germany, or we can make it to North Cyprus, and uh, here we are. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, he, yeah, here we are. Here we are in January 2021. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. The pandemic was all going to be over by Christmas. Obviously, that hasn't quite worked out. So. Looking ahead to the rest of 2021, how do you how do you see it? What 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 lies ahead for you in 2021? You want to answer or <laughs> I, I know you've written. I know you've got some objectives. I I, I already know this. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell us what you're going to achieve in 2021. We have we have big goals there. Actually, um, we were able to um, to change in the first lockdown last year. We were able to change our business model totally to online. So um, and this is um, what we did last year, working on the uh, processes and all behind the scenes um, to to make the structure. Um, we have business partners. Um, they they launched their company in March last year, and uh, they were able to save one hundred thousand in the first year, um, like building all of this, uh, all of their business in Germany. So um, and now we are scaling up, scaled up, and want to um, add on forty new countries. Um, so we are looking for franchise partners um, and um, having an, an our investors club 
and we scale it to 14 new countries. We want to at least uh, to buy, well, we already uh, figured out that we want to buy two new companies, you as well. So it's already in addition uh, four. So we have <laughs> four new, new companies this year. And um, what's really the need is um, we put on our list is as well to learn Turkish. And uh, we let um, like, we want to be um, accountable on this because uh, or hold accountable on this because this was the first would be the first thing we would put aside <laughs> if business comes across because we don't need to speak Turkish here but uh, it's it's better if you want to do business here it's better you understand the people and yeah. um, be able to be you know be, be more respectful and learn in Turkish. So these are the three main goals uh, we have, but we have a full mind map. So yeah, we, there, there are many more <laughs> because it's like, I mean, buying businesses and legacy builders is two out of the many things that go on in, in parallel. And they are all linked somehow to investing and business and, and real estate. Yeah, fantastic. Well, that's great. Thank you very much for your time. Thank You're you. You're welcome. As you. as you know, my plan is to visit Cyprus as soon as possible. We were supposed to come out September. I think it was like, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we were, yeah, we were supposed to come out. We had to call it off, unfortunately, because of what we all know about. Um, but we will be there as soon as possible. So looking forward to seeing you again face to face. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that's going to be nice. Yeah, and looking forward to our uh, our business partnership. Our Genossenschaft. <laughs> well, a new one for us as well. So really exciting. Yeah, and all the good stuff we're going to do in 2021. So, What are your goals in 2021? Like just to, make, <laughs> to close the, the gap. <laughs> my, my, my goals in 2021. Well, actually, they're probably not as well formed as yours. So you, you, you're teaching me stuff all the time. I'm going to, I am going to do... <laughs> at least two, if not three acquisitions outside of what we do together. Um, so for sure, but then I've got to, uh, the, the thing you learn about businesses, it's the same to some extent with real estate, that it's okay getting the deal. But then once you've got the deal, that's only the beginning because you've yeah. then got to start the work on the, on the business or on the property or whatever, because you've got to enhance it. And actually that's the bit that people underestimate. And that's what I need to really get to grips with this year is, is not just buying businesses, but it's the stuff you do with them when you've got them um, to start really making the most of the opportunities. Because um, it sounds very easy when you're sat here going, oh yeah, I'm gonna buy businesses and make them better. Um, but, <laughs> The reality is it's never quite that straightforward. So <laughs> yeah, but well, if it as, would be easy, everybody would be doing it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, as Yanni knows, because we've already been, you've already been helping me using your engineering background because yeah. you know a lot more about engineering than I do, but. Well, I'm, he studied it, it should be. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, definitely you know much more about law than me. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. Uh, that's, I'm sure that. Well, I would hope that's true. Besides that, and practiced and everything else. So, okay. Well, brilliant. Thank you very much again. Thanks for being on the show. And, Thank you for uh, having us. Yeah. We we will definitely be speaking soon.
<laughs> looking forward that, to that, that. That's for sure. <laughs> okay. Have a great day, Have Phil. Have a great day, Phil. Okay. For now, this is Philip Jepson, and this has been the Buying and Selling Businesses Show. If you're interested in finding out more about buying businesses, if you're interested in buying a business yourself and want a partner to work with, if you know someone who has a business that they want to sell or are thinking about selling or are unsure about their future, then please get in touch. And if you want to talk about the ways to invest in businesses and invest in buying businesses and the people who are buying businesses, then again, please get in touch.